everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 173 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, motivational stories from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this podcast episode, I'm literally it's like I'm about to jump out of my skin with excitement. I have got Pamela Barty, the next shark. I believe it. I see it. I receive it for you, sister. Like she is this incredible real estate mogul and she is a business launch mentor. So Pamela, you can find her at PamelaBardi.com. That's B-A-R-D-H-I, by the way, how you spell Barty. And so connect with her. You're going to want to. Sis, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so honored, Sensei Victoria. Seriously, this is like such an honor. And I'm just pumped to be here with your tribe and just loving, loving the energy. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, my sis. This is so good. So... Here's the thing, we are vibing, we know each other are awesome, but this may be the very first time that someone is getting to see you, hear about you, or learn about what it is you do in the world. So if you could, in your own words, tell us what are the three things that you are known for? Could you take it away? Absolutely. So real estate, entrepreneurship, and DJing, weirdly enough. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like, is there any way that we could follow you for DJ stuff? Like, do you have an Insta or SoundCloud or something? It's like a time vault of like when I was in college. So anyone who knows me from college knows about the DJing world. And that's just the DJing. I meant to say energy, but DJing came out first because it is a form of energy. But yes, I, that, that's, that's my third thing. I used to throw it down in college for real. <laughs> Yes, I thought I felt something coming <laughs> off of me. And like, it's funny because I actually used to be a front woman of a heavy metal band. And so, yeah. <laughs> so but that was also back in the college days that I wish like, you know, they're buried in like CDs somewhere like, that we put out. But oh my goodness. So right there. It's okay. <laughs> So like, give us a little bit more of your backstory. How did you get into real estate and business and all of that? What inspired you um, to really get on this journey? Absolutely. So I'll just give you my life story in a, in a nutshell, because it's all so related to each other. So I came to the United States when I was five years old, um, from Albania to Italy to the US. So my parents won the visa lottery to come here. Um, didn't know English, nothing like just prepped with zero. We didn't have any family here. My parents were pretty much the first of our family to come to the US. So that being said, they came here and my dad had to work really weird jobs because he couldn't speak English. It was like manual labor. So he started one of his basically first jobs, if you will, um, was working at the back of a restaurant and he eventually worked his way up as he started learning better and better English. So he met, he built up a mentorship with this gentleman and he told him, uh, Sokol, there's two ways that you build wealth in the US. One is owning your own business. The other one is owning real estate. He's like, I'm going to give you a down payment for you to go out and buy your own restaurant. 
you know, they develop that type of relationship. So my father, when I was 10 years old, went out and bought a restaurant um, in Boston. It's like a pizza restaurant, like mostly takeout, like they still own it today. But I started there when I was 10 years old. So by the time I was 18, I was pretty much running the show there. By the time I was 21, I had two of my own restaurants plus his on top of it. And I don't know why, you know, with all that on your plate at 21 years old, I still felt like I, there was more, I was like unfulfilled. So something in my head was just like, ah, Pam, there's something else. There's something else. And I'm like, how is there something else when I have two restaurants? I still am juggling my dad's on the back end. Like, wow, what do you mean? One of my restaurants pretty much controlled July 4th operations, like on the Charles, which was one of the biggest food operations in the country. So I'm like, I'm busy enough, but luckily I have a team. I have business partners or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I need to diversify my revenue streams. Cause I was reading up on you know, the average millionaire has seven different streams of revenue. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like I only have two <laughs> like, and I, and I don't know any industries other than the restaurant world. So I'm like, how do I get involved in this? And this is around the time that HGTV was really like wild, like flip or flop was coming out like Chip and Joanna Gaines, like, like the flipping was like really becoming to like on the forefront. And I was like, of course they make everything look easy. So I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> So I want to just try that. And my, and my father's like, Pam, you have enough on your plate, but like, if you're going to try it, you know, I want to believe in you. Cause like my parents, I, I got to give all the credit to my parents because they, no matter what kind of crazy ideas I had, the restaurants and then getting into this, they were always behind me. And that I think is a huge part of my success. They propelled me to be able to move forward. And it's all thanks to them. But yeah, my dad was like, I'll invest in your first deal. You know, just like you need to bring me the numbers and it has to make sense and it has to, you know, so I was like, okay. So I went out, I hired a coach so that I knew what I was doing. Cause I had no construction experience, no real estate experience, no nothing. Like I'm going straight from restaurants to that while still juggling the restaurants. So got this coach and basically started flipping houses. And then from there, I was just like, I fell in love with the ideation of creating, like you're creating places where people have memories. And it was just the most amazing feeling in the world. I think the thing that sparked me the most was when I saw the first family walk into my first flip when it was, you know, the open house and they were the ones who ended up buying it. And like, to this day, I still drive by and I see that family you know, playing in the yard or parking their car or whatever, you know, and I'm just like, I created that. Like, that was so cool. So I fell in love with real estate development and like the rest is pretty much history from there. I mean, to date, I've sold, developed, or acquired over hundred million in real estate assets um, in and around the Boston market, which is crazy. Like, you know, that's just off network and relationships. So that's kind of where I am today. I'm kind of shifting again, taking another pivot in my life into a different industry and getting into like public speaking and coaching and that kind of thing in, in the empowerment realm. But that's kind of my life story to really where I am today and what's inspired me throughout the process i love it like it's so powerful to have like the love and the like the power of your parents like guardian angels pushing you forward and like giving you that wind beneath your wings to really soar and to try new things and what you said like actually reminded me of this book that i'm reading right now you squared saying that like a quantum leap means just going for it, it doesn't mean trying to figure it out know everything and all that types of stuff if you have a desire just go for it and the clarity will come in the going and so for you to go straight from right the rest restaurant business into the real estate real estate like that especially because you had a coach 
right? And especially because you had like the right supportive environment, but that was a recipe for success. Would you agree or? I 100% agree because for me, it was like, you know, risk mitigation, right? Like as an entrepreneur, you always have got to be thinking like, especially when you're putting big money out, like if I don't know what I'm doing, I better hire somebody who knows what they're doing. That's why I tell people, I'm like, if you want to try out a brand new industry, you need a coach. It, it's it's the most invaluable investment you could ever make. Like, yes, it's an upfront investment. Okay. But you look at it in the long term, the time hacks that they're going to save you, the knowledge hacks they're going to save you, you're going to actually make more money. So for me, it was a huge thing to have a coach in the beginning. And then, you know, after I did it a couple of times myself, then I was fine, I hit the ground running. But getting over that initial hump, you need somebody in your corner to be like, ah, uh-uh, don't do that or do this or do that, you know? So that was a huge part, huge part of my success, as without a doubt. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. You know, the more that I have experts have in my back, the faster I go and the further I go. So what this also reminds me of when we were talking one-on-one one time and you were saying that you were really starting to feel called to give back, like that was speaking to you. And I wanted to know if you could share a little bit more with our listeners and viewers about like what's, what's stirring in your heart and really opening you up to that next level at this age and stage. I'm curious. Absolutely. So it was about a year and a half ago, you know, and it, it was at that time I was 27. And I was like, you know, I've done all these things in real estate, crushing it, doing all this amazing stuff. And that's great, you know, but for some reason, I felt that voice inside my head be like, okay, Pam, man, doing great in your career. Good for you. But what are you doing for the world? And that question hit me like a brick. I was like, I mean, I'm like, I mean, I thought I was making a difference by creating the places, but I guess that's not enough. So now I'm like, you know, I feel like this inner voice just being like, uh, you are meant to take your story and empower others with it kind of thing. And so I was just like searching and searching for like a year. And I'm like, what the hell do I like, what do I do? I'm like, it feels like another pivot. And I was like, I just mastered like the real estates. I'm not mastered, but I've gotten really, really good on the real estate front. I'm like, what do you mean? Again, another change? Like, ah, you know, I was like, Screaming. I was like, you can't be serious, right? It felt like me back going from like restaurant to real estate. And I'm just like, here we go again, but in, in the most exciting way possible, of course. But you know, of course it can get a little bit nerve wracking because you're like, what am I searching for? Can you just tell me? Do I have to go through this process, right? I'm sure you can relate, right? And so, you know, I'm thinking and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, I really want to give back right? Because what had happened was so many people were reaching out to me and I didn't even realize this. I was posting my journey throughout social media and all the things that I was doing and whatever, but I didn't realize people were becoming inspired by it. I was just kind of sharing my journey to keep everyone updated on what was going on in my life. And because I move a million miles a minute sometimes, and I don't have time to connect with everyone. So I'm like, let me just post. And people were like, oh, Pam, I saw you do this. So I did that. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, my, what I do has some power. I was like, this is crazy. You know, you don't realize the ripple effect that you have. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, all right, let's think about how are the ways that I got here, right? Like, how did I get to be at a young age where I am today? Right. And then that question came, it was like, well, it's not me. It's not self-made. I, I, I don't believe in that. It was all the mentors, all my teachers, all my coaches, my parents, first and foremost, like all these people, all these people who made me me right and so with that life was just got crazy i'm just like okay well 
let me write, let me write this all down. So I sorted it out in my book and I'm just writing it all down. I'm like, okay, well, it was all the stories that helped me get here to the next level. So with these stories, I'm like, I would love to just connect with people. And how do I connect with people? I'm going to interview them. Okay, cool. And then I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, okay, well then I can create a show. And what's that show going to be? And the name just came right to me, Underdog. And I was like, okay. And then with that, you know, what do I do? Is it visual? Is it, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about a podcast at the time. I'm like, you know, of course, when you're storytelling, you want to see the person like sharing the story. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a TV studio. We're going to like record and it's going to be awesome. So I had that all lined up January and February of 2020. And then (laughs) COVID hit and my studios were closed and everything just went upside down. And I was just like, ah, I had this plan. And then serendipity, right? I had a marketing coach that came in and she basically was like, you know, I was telling her I was so like upset that like with my show, like I was going to have it all visually and now it's not available visually and I don't know how I'm going to record and pull it off. So whatever. And she was like, Pam, why don't you just turn it into a podcast? Like, why, why do you have to have all that? Just go podcast and you'll be fine. And I was like, I can do that. Okay, cool. So then the, the rest is history. So And then, you know, launching on October 8th, 2020, the podcast launched and we hit Apple's new and noteworthy in like within like three weeks, which was ridiculous and bananas. And, and I was just like, oh my God. And, um, hearing the response from all of that and the success of that, like we're in 34 countries now and like crazy amount of downloads so far, which is so like such a blessing. And all I wanted was to show people that they weren't alone, that everyone has an underdog story and everybody's story is different and you're not alone. That's the number one thing I wanted people to know. And so with the response from all that is like, I felt called to go towards like the influencer slash like public speaker type realm, coach type realm, because I don't know. That's just what I felt. I was like, I just felt like I was meant to lead in that way. So it's interesting. Like I still have my real estate stuff. I'm now pivoting into this whole like brand new career, which has been really, really cool. So it's, um, it's a journey and a process for sure, but that's sort of where I'm at now. You know, it's amazing because like what I love about what you just shared right there, Pamela, is how there's these pivots and curveballs that came your way. And it maybe it kicked you like your feet out from underneath you. Like, oh my God, COVID, like we were all ready to go. Or, oh my God, why can't I shake this feeling like there's more? Are, is, are this enough yet? Like, come on, kind of a feel like how you were able to, when you're getting like kicked, your, your feet kicked out from under you, kind of like tuck and tumble forward. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Um, being a conscious creator, being a highly creative and highly productive visionary entrepreneur involves being able to tuck and roll, being resilient, which is like a, a, a word that's gaining more and more popularity as of recently, especially because of COVID. And so like to, to give you that leveraged model uh, rather than just like a studio and a TV show not going all the way for like a, a podcast and the reach rippling farther it's it's amazing and it's powerful and i really um receive from your story also the importance of taking the coaching and running with it like it is so powerful not running with it kicking and screaming but like okay and let's go like this it's there to help and so with that 
Here in the Journeypreneur podcast, we have conscious entrepreneurs that are in purpose-driven businesses, but at the same time, they're starting to get beat up by the journey. They may mm-hmm. been on it for a while of like, all right, another curveball, or oh my gosh, my team members are driving me crazy, right? situation etc but for whatever reason there's you know what it is we know what it is like getting getting knocked off your horse knocked off your horse knocked off your horse and my favorite thing about the podcast especially is advice from amazing brilliant women and men like women like you who are out there serving in a big way and any advice and stories to encourage them to not give up when that curveball comes because maybe you know i uh, i'll speak for myself i know i've had plenty of opportunities to throw in the towel over the last 11 years be like let me get a real job or let me stop this or let me why do i have to keep innovating like come on right uh, but what was your internal story that helped you to keep moving forward? What would you tell somebody who was at that moment of like, I don't know if I could take another pivot. I don't know if I should keep pursuing my dreams. Like what, what nourishment, mental nourishment would you give them? I'm curious. Absolutely. So for me, it was always, it was always this, right? Like, what do you have to lose? Like regret is far worse than fear right? Like what petrifies me and scares me to death is if I ever one day look back and say, I should have done that because you want to know, like I've met so many people in my life that have, and especially through my podcast interviews that the number one thing they say that they, that they were, that they say, like, what would you tell your older self, tell your younger self is I wish I did this sooner. I wish I did that. So it's like, do not wait. What are you waiting for? Don't wait. Well, you're like, you're going to sit there and regret it later. Just go with the flow. And another thing that I always say, I always use this um, was a metaphor. I forget things in English sometimes. Sometimes my mind is like, <laughs> English is my third language. So I'm always like, <laughs> but like, it's just, you know, you're on a diving board, right? And you know, you're going to jump off, but you also know that the water is going to bring you back up. So why are you afraid to jump? Like the universe has got you. You are fine. You be fearless. Go out and do it. Regret is far worse than fear. Just go out there and do it. Because what if you become absolutely amazing? And what if, okay, it becomes a lesson, but then it pivots you to another direction. What if it's the best decision of your life? Or maybe the worst that could lead you to the best decision of your life? You don't know. So you're going to sit there and try to calculate it in your mind. The universe is much more powerful than you, right? So you can either act for it or against it. And believe me, it gets a lot more magical when you work with it, you know, starting to listen to your intuition and all that stuff. But that, that whole ideology of like regret being just like the, it's just, it's a regret is actually a fear of mine. I'm like, I can't have regrets in the back of my mind. And you need to just go because you don't want to look back and be like, crap, I wish I did that. Or I did this. So the time is now, right? The time is now. And if you're going through something difficult, you know, always remember, you know, every thunderstorm, there's a rainbow after it's temporary pain is temporary. So whatever it is that you're going through, just, you know, work through it, 
ask yourself like, okay, how do I become consciously aware of this situation? How do I work through this situation? What am I supposed to learn here? And I promise you, if you craft that in your mind, you will conquer that and you'll move on to the next thing and you'll just keep shining. So that's my advice. A lot of advice pieces in one, but yes. <laughs> I love it. It's a combo play. I love it. I love it. So it's like, what I also love about what you said is that it is not complicated. Like this doesn't have to be more complicated at all. Um, and especially, and I'm so curious, what is actually the word in your native language for metaphor? Like I wanna celebrate first language awesomeness. So like what was the <laughs> word that was coming through? It was, it's called mendim. It's like, it means like a thought or like a, like a metaphor, like a thought. So I was like, what? I was like, what is it? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I'm in between languages in my head. So I like, I like blank out for a sec. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. I speak four languages too. So like the, what I love about hearing the, the root word though, I'm, I'm into linguistics. Mm. The sound creates an image that creates a feeling. And so when you said Mandim, it had such a strong like feeling and image connected to it, even better than metaphor. So like mm -hmm. props to that. Props to that. <laughs> I, I celebrate that. I celebrate that. We have unity and diversity here. Right? So well, like the simplicity of the solution, right? If you're feeling like thrown in the towel, that no regrets, having regret as a bigger fear than what you're afraid of is huge. That is firepower right there. It's like putting the rocket rather in front of you is behind you so that you're going forward. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like that's such a powerful mendeam. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, so Pamela, like as we start to wind down, I want to know, is there anything that um, you would like to share with our community? How can we get to um, like, subscribe, support, five star, connect, and like recommend you? Because I believe that when more good people make good money, more good happens in the world. And I believe in celebrating good people. So where are my listeners and viewers going? Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> Pamela's a bomb. Go check her out. I'm following her at blah, 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 blah. Like, give us all of the, the goodies, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, I mean, I, I'm all on LinkedIn. If you want to connect with me and DM me directly, Pamela Barty. And then also um, the Underdog Podcast, which is on every single platform possible. So you can subscribe anywhere. It's just called Underdog, and you'll see my name by Pamela Barty. Um, and for that, I mean, whole point of the podcast is just to just to inspire as many people around the world as, as humanly possible and the stories are so different and I'm inspired every single day through it and the amazing people that I get to meet so it's just it's a true honor and a blessing but you know I'm, I'm here to empower I'm here to inspire and just like help people elevate to to the next level in their life and I'm just excited about it so grateful and thankful to meet you and just here to serve and just have fun you know a hundred percent. And that's what it's about. That's what keeps the energy high. That's what keeps the transformation and the movement going is having fun and connecting and celebrating one another and getting inspiration from each other. It's like um, cooperation, the same way that 
the sun cooperates with the leaves on the tree, cooperates with the roots, cooperates with the soil, and we all recycle energy together. It's all about uplifting and sharing and keeping that wonderful cycle going 100%. So sister, I am so grateful for getting to interview you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You are such like a beautiful ball of energy and I just love you so much. So thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Yay, the feelings mutual. <laughs> Yay, I love it. And so I'm going to turn it over now to our listeners and viewers. Hey, thank you so much for stopping by the Journeypreneur podcast today. I hope you got a shot from the vortex of high vibration to give you that boost to stay on your path right? As a conscious entrepreneur, don't give up your calling to universal service. We need you to stay in the game. And so, by the way, if this is your first time visiting us on the Journeypreneur podcast, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes so that you get the notifications first every time a new one is syndicated there. And by the way, we love our Android users too. Hit up journeypreneur.podbean.com so that you can subscribe and follow along as well as each episode is uploaded and syndicated. And so I am just so grateful for all of the love and support for what you've given me thus far tribe i'm like every time i hear your love notes all of your reviews um like the shares oh my gosh i had this aha moment that fills my heart and soul um and please also know it doesn't just fill mine but also for all those who are watching you have your aha moments it creates just like pamela said a ripple effect of transformation so thank you for your likes shares subscribes and reviews like that is so powerful with that i'm going to bring this podcast episode to a close the same way I do every time, please remember to enjoy your journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye everyone. <laughs>